What's up, shitheads? Welcome to another episode of Nerd Social Hour in Texas. This week we're talking all things space and sci-fi. We're going to get into aliens, space captains, planetary adventures, and at the end of it all, we're going to do a little bebop. We'll see you there, space cowboy. All right, you shitbergs. We're back for another episode. It's your boy Johnny Walker, but of course I am not alone. I'm here with my shitty friends. It's your boy Danny. It's Perkins. It's Crystal. <laughs> I, you just fuck me up every time you say your name <laughs> like that because really you're just like swole as shit. But then your like scrotum just sucks itself all the way back <laughs> into your body, so you could sound like a pubescent you girl, right there. That's yeah, I'm Justin, by the way. But no, we're, you, you just you worry me. Well, I'm so legitimately for context, worried. anybody that's not sure, what's going on here is Justin has a decades long just obsession with Perkins, I really and so do. when he talks, he can't help but just, it just focus it's, in it's on him. It's mind blowing. Look at his features; he's gorgeous. <laughs> Y'all have I also want to say Ooh. that, like, I think I've done it a couple times now. But I totally have co-opted Danny's "It's Your Boy," and I've got to find something for myself <laughs> because that's not mine. It's, well, it's, I it's also 100% stole that from somebody. I don't remember. I keep trying so to find enough, my own enough. thing, yeah. but it, again, Perkins fucks me up because as soon as he says it, it just my brain is like, "All right, you're gonna shut down in three, two, let's jam." Really hard, so I don't like extra laugh. <laughs> I mean, I just I wish you guys could see Perkins because he is distracting. He it does, is. He does, does draw your attention. It's not fair that I have to sit across from him almost every. Time. I mean, look, I, look for, for the record, we've uh, we've moved locations, and I gave everybody the opportunity to pick a new seat today, and they all went to the same spot. The more so things change, the more right they change. Oh, we really started. did. Yeah, <laughs> the exact same spots. It's the exact same spot. So, I mean, we almost right. switched it up a little bit. And yeah, I like, couldn't do it. My uh, like yeah, the, the, the obsessive part I was like, I gotta sit right here. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, as we sorry. talked about in the intro, this episode we're talking sci-fi, but more specifically, we're talking space. So I'm just going to throw it around the table. We're going to do a little go around real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no what I want to hear, hear from you screaming. guys is, I don't care what era. I don't care what medium. It can be movies, TV show, Point. comic books, anime. I Point. just want to go around the table <laughs> and everybody say something that you like space adjacent mm-hmm. that you think is like a must watch, must see, must read. Okay. What you got, Danny? Man, that's tough because there's two series that I really, really like. One movie specifically, I really like Interstellar. Yeah. It's more of a realistic take on space travel and all that stuff. You know, I've never seen this movie and I've only stayed away from it because of this. The scene where the little girl's like crying because he's leaving it, it just is, it dude. fucks me up oh, it'll, so it'll it is a, it is a very emotional movie it, it fucks me good. up so bad that i can't watch the movie because i'm worried that i'm not gonna handle it well and i just <laughs> you're gonna relate well, to it too well it's it's worth it it'll tear your heart yeah, out it's good is that the one where they like go to space so, they do go like, to space yeah <laughs> it's, it's matthew it's matthew mcconaughey is the lead in it yeah Maybe and it's the one where like the earth is like basically dying it's like a dying it's about like the planet dying and so uh they send out a group to go find a planet that we could basically go colonize to it, it is nuts like it and i think a lot of it i can't remember i always get this one and then the martian confused Ooh, on, maybe like, that's i love the martian yeah, yeah I, would, the martian. I wanted I to talk to about it but, but i didn't want it to be my pick because yeah. there's more but i love the martian but it's like one of them was more scientifically accurate mm-hmm. i and think I, that was the martian oh, no. if i'm not I, mistaken I think you're right well, but interstellar is like I'm it's science it's based 
scientifically accurate. So there's the things that we don't understand. And right. in order, so the idea in Interstellar, as the name suggests, is that this planet that we're looking for, where we where humanity can move to, doesn't yeah. exist in our solar system. We've already mm-hmm. looked into that. Had to travel and and there's this thing called the blight that has basically affected every crop that you grow short of corn. And so the people with knowledge know already that there's a limited amount of time left before we can't grow anything. Yeah. Uh, And when the movie starts, they find out that the blight's starting to affect corn, which is like the last crop, right? And so what's crazy about it is, is that society has gotten so to the brink that like NASA no longer exists in public and kids in school are told that the moon landings were a fake because they don't want us to believe in the possibility of leaving the planet. They They don't want to give people hope. Right, exactly. And so the whole thing happens kind of under wraps. like Like NASA is literally underground. But there's this idea that basically what happens is a wormhole shows up okay in like near saturn and they send a probe through it and they find out that it goes to this other solar system that has like several different planets yeah. that have the potential for like habitating the life. data gives them that they can live possibly on one right. of these couple planets but obviously a lot of issues that come along with all right. this space travel but visually it is so beautiful yeah. it's like yeah. really gonna have to check it out yeah and it's, it's chris nolan so we're talking yeah. Bat- oh, God, like modern epic. batman chris nolan dark knight chris nolan spoiler alert <laughs> Because I want you to see this so badly that I'm going to encourage you in this way. Um, I've heard that there's like a weird time travel thing and it ends up being okay. There's a lot of crazy shit. There's not necessarily time travel, but they deal with with the relativity of time. Right. Yeah. What I'm hearing is Chris Nolan does what Chris Nolan does. He does what Chris Nolan does. And it's one of those things like you'll watch it and I'll tell you straight up, both the daughter and the father survive. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Good. We're good. um, But they're they're separated by time and struggle and this, it's, it's really wild and it's beautiful. Visually stunning. Like one of the visually, like one of the better ones. You said you had two. What was your other one? My other one is the Alien series. The newer one is really dope. Covenant and, uh, and, Prometheus. Prometheus, yes. So oh good. God, both of those. I are love so the sick. Alien but series, I, but I like the old ones too yeah. as well. Like I'm Alien a big fan 3? of. Now he's supposed yeah. to keep going with that, right? Or, or I thought, no? I thought they were done with it. Uh, if I'm okay. not mistaken, Alien is about to be because that's owned by Disney now. What? What isn't? Yeah. Um, so you're telling me that the Alien Queen is like technically uh, a prin- uh, no, she's a prin- not a princess. She's, she's a queen. She's Disney Queen. Yes, Queen. Well, I mean Maleficent. I think she falls in the same category as Maleficent. Okay. All right. Again, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they also just released the fact that they're going to have an alien series coming out. I believe they put, they're actually putting that in comic form for okay. what I read. Okay. And I, wonder, yeah, I did see that. I, did see I wonder that. too, because I think Prometheus did pretty well, but I think mm-hmm. Covenant didn't in wide release. Like it didn't do as well. I know some of the feedback on it was like, well, what did we get from Covenant that we didn't get from well, Prometheus? See, yeah. That said, I love the. I'm with you on the yeah. fact. I love both it's of It's the them. same as Godzilla for me when it comes to the alien series is I'm not watching it for this I don't need super a wild story, story thing. Yeah. Like, I'm watching it for the xenomorph. Yeah. I you just want to see that. That's what I'm those Don't get me wrong. Prometheus did have a wild ass story it was yeah i watched the alien series for the aliens to me prometheus was like the tamed version of yeah. the alien movies and it's like that's where they try to give more story than action it's whatever and i didn't depth. mind it i didn't mind that because it was done really well, well right. it's very beautiful like yeah. the cinematography is unreal and, and the acting too uh what's his name michael Fucking Fassbender. magneto Fassbender, like yeah yeah he was so is good michael perkins uh, i'll call you, him magneto all right perkins what do you got what do you like what What's your favorite space what themed whatever? What floats your whatever. space boat? Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> I got a couple. So first one is easily for me, uh, 
It's an anime, obviously. No way. But it's a... Wait, what? (laughs) You like anime? It's called a Space Dandy. Yeah. You know know what I'm talking about? That's good. Like, the thing that Space Dandy does extremely well is it brings you in all calm, very calm. Like, you're like, okay, this is a guy in space. He loves booty. You know, he's trying to... Who does? It's all about the booty, 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 rocking every way. Seriously, he's he's all about the booty. God damn! (laughs) So, okay. I'm but, so bad because in my head I was like, like treasure. <laughs> Again, I hate I hate the damn internet because you hear so much that there exists a universe where like Space Dandy, Cowboy Bebop, and another big space anime are all in the same universe. I had no clue about that. Yeah, a friend of mine that I work with was actually telling me about it. I don't oh, know man. if it's legit or not, but apparently there's like a they're all one thing. Sorry, Space Dandy. Yes. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I definitely want to check that out cuz if they do, I mean, I need Spike and Dandy to meet obviously. But uh <laughs> no, so you go in nice and calm. Like he's just at a the restaurant or whatever, chilling, looking at booty. Correct. And it's time to go I guess stop a planet from fucking blowing up or some shit. Mm-hmm. The animation takes off in this almost, I want to call it an acid trip. It blows your fucking mind because you're not expecting it. They went from looking at booty to his ship going on and exploding and destroying everything around him, like killing them. That's the first episode. He's dead. And then it comes back. Second episode, I believe he's looking for, he's doing a race. They just space or space flights, ra- uh, races and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They start going so fast due to an engine failure that he wins the race and then launches through light speed and ends up in front of God, Buddha. Like the way they do this. Not to be confused this, with booty. <laughs> Buddha booty. Booty, but, booty, uh, booty, booty. They do it so fucking well. Like the, the style of it, it's very... Man, like fully coolie ish almost. Okay. Yeah. All right. Think fully yeah. coolie. It's got a very yeah. psychedelic feel to it. By the way, Samurai Shampoo, Space Dandy, and Cowboy Bebop what? are all made by the same man, Wantanabe, and it's pretty much confirmed that they all exist within the same plane of existence. So different time periods, probably. Most likely. Oh, but they're, so uh, they're all fucking among the same sick. universe. Oh, which man. is fucking that's awesome if fun. you've watched no, them all. Yeah, that's dope. always yeah. fun. But y'all, y'all just got to check it out. It's on Hulu, by the way, and they do okay, have dang. an English dub. Sub, like, you'll get into it the first episode. I cannot talk this shit up enough. Like, I want to give you imagery, and I can't, because that's how good they do. You did do good with Fooly Cooly. I mean, yeah, Fooly like, is a great example, because I wouldn't dare describe that to someone else. Like, no, Fooly yeah. Cooly is... Season one. Not not any of the other Fooly Coolies. Bless their hearts. They, they say, tried. say the name again? It's Space called Space Dandy. Dandy. Okay. Space and Dandy. then the second thing, and it's a favorite for me, the original Dead Space. Ah, no, yeah, okay. yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was thinking about this shit. I was like, gaming is a genre I, I do want to get games. into. Okay. Dead Space did a space horror the so fucking weird scared I like, the yeah. shit out of me dude like before that what did you have I think you had Doom Doom was in space but it wasn't horror but that was space right. like hell space death shit whatever yeah you had aliens hell space but death shit but did space did horror in space so fucking well you were there and there were segments where it's silent and you're no one can space? hear you scream in fucking right. space right that's what I was thinking yeah and it's, yeah. and they do that so well like you're going you're going and then one of those fucking monsters are behind you and you don't even know until they gank you and you're playing by yourself like I remember playing by myself in the dark. Perkins plays with himself. You heard it here. In the dark. In the dark. <laughs> no one's watching. But 
I like the lights on personally, but go ahead. Maybe like a candle. Yeah, I was gonna Maybe say, just yeah, like, I like one candle. candle. Make it really yeah. romantic. <laughs> Some silhouettes. But just going through there, and I remember it gets silent. There's segments where you have to travel, open door and they, you know, depressurize or whatever. When you're in the space of it all, it's fucking terrifying. Yes. Yeah. And it gets quiet, like dead silent. Duh. Dead it's, silent. So, it's so well because it seems like. You would think it's dead Whoever space. thought of this first, like it seems like, how, how do we not think of this to begin with? Because like space is already, it's darkness. You're on a ship. Of course, there's going to be electrical problems. Of course, there's going to be parts of the ship where, like, shit's not working. Like, it, it just fits together so well. I'm so scared of space. I'm scared of, like, big, dark, open spaces. So, like... Uh, All right, now there's zombies. Wait, what? Welcome in, to, in space? Welcome to dead <laughs> space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome no, to dead that. space. Have you guys seen the movie Solar, by chance? Solar. Uh-uh. It sounds familiar, but I don't think so. Solar's a mind fuck, and dead space reminds me a lot of it in the sense where it's just, like, creepy, eerie, and dark. In solar, they have to attempt to go restart the sun. Oh. Um, you talk about sunshine. Sunshine shit. <laughs> you bitch. You did it. Stupid, stupid bitch. Doesn't even know. What's so funny is you started saying that and sunshine. I was like, that sounds like sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> that's I'm got the sorry. same thing. Yeah, they have sorry. to restart the sun. But that's uh, Boyle, the guy who directed 28 Days Later. Yes. Ooh, same director. Oh, I want to watch it. Sorry. Master sunshine. Of I apologize. Yeah, I but think Solar's one that's on like, Netflix that you watch. Yeah, man, I watch <laughs> like, so much weird shit. Straight. But Sunshine, amazing movie. I and it's got, it it, for, just for like the like the quiet the eeriness because they're going onto a ship that had like the warheads if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. they're trying well, to figure it was out like, what happened so sunshine is like the second attempt to yeah. restart the sun and on their way there part of their mission is to investigate what happened to the first attempt and so some of the best suspense of the movie is them going on to this derelict ship and not knowing what to, and I don't want to, because one of the best turns is like what happens when they get on that ship. I want to watch it now. It's, but it's, a, it it's a trip because what it's like, basically like it even happens to the crew of the second mission where they're like, they start to get so entranced by the sun itself that it actually starts to make them psychotic. Like they have a room on the ship where they go and like look at trees and birds and things from earth so that they can keep their sanity because they're on a yeah. months long mission to the sun and they have to try to like maintain their humanity. It's wild. It's a it's a I'm psychological you know, fuck. I definitely yeah. want mm-hmm. you. No, I'll finish up with the this base by just saying like it seriously was when it came out. Part one, one of the best space horrors there was. You could not top that violence. Mm-hmm. People were scared when they played that shit. Grown I'm still men. scared looking at the the cover. I'm like, oh, that game. You know, and I felt big- bad for that guy. They would fuck him up brutally. I think it was like. <laughs> I, he was a fucking engineer, and he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time trying to do his fucking job. And oh no, now you get ganked. Right. And- Can you imagine just being a cook on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> now you're got. Now you got to be the hero. J. Deep Blue Sea. That's exactly what it is. Same goddamn brain. But I'm done now. All right, Tell Crystal. Tell us yours, Crystal. All right. Star Wars. So. Fucking Star Wars. In my head, the person that came out, I was like, okay, so we just talked about Star Wars, so. What other space do you know? And I'm like, blank. Like, I know no space. The only other space I could think of was like the space Guardians of the Galaxy because we just hey, talked about hey, it yesterday. Hey, <laughs> no, no, hell yeah. That works, so, though. I feel like I, I want to try not to completely touch on Marvel, though, because I feel like there is there's a lot of space with Marvel and I would love to talk about it. But that's Same. something we've kind of touched about touched on a little bit already. So I want to touch it some more. Guardians is totally fair. Straight up yeah. when they do the cut to the Guardians characters, the galaxy, in Avengers, damn it. The galaxy. when they do the cut to it. What I love about Guardians is like the, the subtitle of like where they're at. Yeah. yeah. And when they cut to them in Avengers, it just says 
space. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. But I think I'm going to go with The Chronicles of Riddick. Ooh, nice. Because the oh, more I think about yes. it, that's one that I've watched those movies like a thousand times. It so, doesn't matter yeah. how many times so I watched starting the, of them. the first one was uh, Pitch, Pitch Black. Black. Pitch Black. Yeah. And then it went they even had like an animated one in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, actually, Don't ask me the name of it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but so it went from Pitch Black to The Chronicles of Riddick and then just mm-hmm. Riddick. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked Riddick because it was like he was named like the king of the I don't know whoever the hell he beat in the second movie it's been a while since I've seen but that what's movie the deal? so like, I so he, he like has like he has to wear those sunglasses or whatever on other planets but like he comes from like a dark planet right and that's what's man it's like I'm gonna leave here and I'm gonna remember all of these details Furians Furians is his race and yeah. the race from Furia have this thing about it's them it's something they do to their eyes I think surgery. so that yeah. way yeah it's a surgery they do to their eyes so they can see in the but he gotcha. so it makes him like better hunters because he's like mm-hmm. kind of like he's not a minor character but he's not the main oh. character in pitch black it's oh. it's later that he be, or is that he's the unintended so like they do a really good job of making it seem like he's not the main character in pitch black but he's absolutely the main character yeah yeah he's what they're transporting and he ends up basically saving trying to save them ass. the best he can and ultimately it's him and like two yeah. other people that make it See, off the planet Vin Diesel right. for all the shit he gets for the fast and furious franchise has absolutely released some like just sci-fi or nerd gold. He has, and it's been fucking and great. He just keeps fucking it up by well, returning Vin, to the Vin fast Diesel's and Vin Diesel's a lot franchise. like uh, Perkins. He's just a buff nerd. Buff nerd. Well, yeah. and like kudos, kudos <laughs> to anybody that can get paid a bag full of fucking money to just literally say I am Groot in different fucking times. Yeah. Right? Wait, Even, wait, no. He also said we are Groot. Oh, we so, are Groot. Forgive me. Fair forgive enough. me. He had Fair two enough. different lines. Oh. But No, Riddick, you like, you brought so much joy back because I had forgot about the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, when same. I was thinking about some of the dopest scenes in there, like, was he had his blades. Yeah. He fucked people up with these tiny ass knives, bro. The guy, what was the guy that would uh, send his spirit out or some bullshit? That's the dude from the second movie. Like, the, the Vaco was the played by... And that's another thing. Um, sci-fi just king. Uh, Urban Keith. No, not Keith Urban. What the fuck am I Isn't doing? That a country no, artist? He doesn't even like country music. What's okay. happening what right now? What happened? First and foremost, Keith Urban is Carl uh, Urban. <laughs> that's who I was referring Carl to. Urban. There you go. Was Vaco in the Riddick movie? Um, the, the dude's just steeped in sci-fi culture, and he doesn't get enough respect for it. But he's had a hand at some of like my favorite franchises. You know, oh, he's new, all over the place. New yeah. Dread the thor movie he was in the new star trek movies which are controversial but they're so much fun yeah but he was the one of the villains in the riddick series nice what a really good like i hadn't even thought about it i think the whole table forgot about chronicles i would have been pissed later that's perfect that's one that if you put it on right now to be like hell yeah let's turn everything off the video game was actually really good too i didn't even know they had a game it was like him fighting his way out of the prison he was in one of the many times he got arrested and you got to play as Riddick and it was honestly there's like three video game movies or I'm sorry movie I didn't video know it was a I'm out that I really <laughs> like <laughs> and it's the Riddick game the Wolverine I can't remember which game it is but you get to be Wolverine it's like God of War reskinned as Wolverine oh, yeah. oh cool and then the Spider-Man 2 movie game was that was the great. dude I fucking love that, but that game that Riddick game fucking awesome yeah good job yeah. high yeah. fucking Welcome. five yeah you get a you get a <laughs> gold, gold star, star. <laughs> with the deep pull. all right yeah. Justin what you got all right so there's a lot 
and I don't really know. Well, you don't get you don't get all. Yeah, that. I know it sucks because I have to <laughs> I have to pick one, but I'm gonna dig deep in this well because I was actually talking about it today with a coworker because he really liked it. And when he brought it up, I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot how much I love this movie." Ghost of Mars. Don't That's with it. Ice Cube, right? Yes. Fuck yeah. Damn, That's bro. Dope. That I, I, is I remember a dope seeing movie. it. Yeah. It is old. I can't Ghost remember of, any of it. Ghost I don't remember of Mars much about is, it. I remember it being really dope. Ice Cube brought action, it up all yeah. action, gritty. So they go to Mars, and it's like bacteria from Mars is infecting humans, essentially turning them into Reavers. Cool. And they're just wild and killing shit. And it's Foreshadowing. Like this, this group of people that have to survive on this colony on Mars. And oh, I have seen it's, it. It's not, you could have said it so anywhere. So basically, it's Total Recall. <laughs> it's the prequel. <laughs> you, you really Before they actually you could have said going. it anywhere. It's just that Mars had to be Mars, I guess, because they needed to set it somewhere. And why not Give set the it people on a but it's fun because I love action movies that you can just kind of lose your mind in. Yeah. And it just helped that it was set in space. Staying kind of with that, though, The Martian, honestly, really is. Yeah, yeah. It's always hard to choose between those, like, realistic sci-fi yeah. space movies and, you know, like, the ones that are just, like, over the top, like, crazy aliens are killing us and we shouldn't have done this. We should have never gone to space type movies. Yeah, you yeah, know, should have like, never right. done it. Okay, so earlier you guys the were Martian. saying The Martian was, like, like Interstellar? It's because for a whole second I thought I had seen that I've one. I've never seen it's that I've definitely so. seen Interstellar. That's it's what I've similar seen. in the fact that it's like a more realistic take on if we went to space. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. another situation where like they got die. they had astronauts travel to Mars to to try and colonize it, and then it like he gets left there because there's like a sandstorm, and yeah. he has to survive while they try to get him back. Mm-hmm. And they kind of fuck up because they write him off for dead. Mm-hmm. And then this lady is like watching imagery on Mars and sees like one of the rovers moved and's like. We didn't do that. So NASA has to own up to the fact like, holy shit, we just left this guy there. We left some and dude the, on Mars. And the general yeah. public finds out about I'll tell it. You what, so the overarching theme of the Martian is. Don't is, trust. It, it wouldn't, well, what it tells you is what all of us Irish folk already knew. Potatoes are really fucking important. Yeah. yeah. Do not yeah, underestimate potatoes. And potatoes. And potatoes. He's like, I'm a fucking botanist, bitch. Like, it's just, <laughs> it, it's, I, I love the movie because there's no action per se, but it's just. It. But there's great, yeah. There's great there's, story. There is action, but it's not like meant to be like an action flick, Fun like fact, an action space movie. Alert. And, and and personally, like, okay, so there there are some similarities in Interstellar and The Martian. It's just that Interstellar, Chris Nolan went and Chris Nolan it up, yeah. and it just is yeah. such a bigger scope. Mm-hmm. But my boy Matt Damon, Matt Damon, whatever. <laughs> but he uh, he has a little bit of a, a cameo uh, surprise appearance in Interstellar, and it totally you're just like we're in space how the fuck did you get here like he just like yeah. appears when you think that you're like Maybe a galaxy like, away them. I there's completely like a, forgot all of a sudden scene. all of a sudden Matt Damon there's like there. a big thing like, about there was like memes that were like all you need to know is that Matt Damon's gonna get home <laughs> and it's just like talking about like movies he's been in or it's yeah. like it's, mm-hmm. it's cost the United States this many dollars to deal with Matt it's Damon it's just talking about like all the money they've spent on his characters in movies dude I but, think Matt Damon's like the king of cameos mm-hmm. he's in a lot of shit that you don't he realize is. he's in Dead Deadpool. He was in Thor. He was uh-huh. in Deadpool. He was Thor, in Deadpool. Thor was great. Yeah. So was in Deadpool, he was one of the the like hillbillies that Cable. I don't think he killed them, but he stole their truck. Oh yeah. God! One yeah. of those was Matt Damon. One of those was Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking Shit. about he was the it was the two guys. Yeah, they, they were, were talking, talking about, like, about toilet paper, yeah. and the one guy was trying to talk him into like he's like, all I'm saying is give yourself a little blow by. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moist towelettes, just like one, and then you dry it out. I promise you. 
and then like Cable walks up and like fucks their shit up, but like they're like having One a of conversation about like using yeah. moist toilets huh. and yep. wipe. Yeah. I feel like Simon Pegg is also really good with cameos. Like oh, he yeah. was in the Star yeah. Wars franchise, Star yeah. Trek. Like mm-hmm. he has rooted himself into sci-fi culture. Yeah, like through for all time. But I'm going to take over this conversation a little bit more and talk about three movies that I know nobody's going to talk about unless I bring them up. Jason X. (laughs) Actually, two of them, (laughs) because one of them admittedly was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was hopefully going to come up at some point. That's a good one. But Rocket Man. Rocket Man is fantastic. Wait, like the the comedy with uh, Uh, Harmon. Okay, Uh, I was going to say, you got to specify because there's now the movie about Elton John's life. Oh, Rocket Man, the movie. Yes, about Elton John's life. This is like late 90s late 90s comedy but it's like he's like the idiot that ends up on the mars mission yeah and he fucks all the shit up like while while the actual astronauts are in like hypersleep yeah while they travel to mars he eats like he doesn't go into hypersleep and he like yeah he makes a mural out of the like tubes of food that they're supposed to have like it's is that to be the parts in the tube and squeezes yes (laughs) yes So oh, that God. movie and the misadventures of Pluto Nash. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't it's know. an Eddie Murphy movie. Murphy. It yes, is regarded yes, as one of his worst movies ever. Harlan Williams. Yes. Harlan Williams. He, he's also, so if you don't know Harlan Williams, everybody knows Half-Baked. I was about to say, he's just the He's the one Half-Baked in Half-Baked that like, feeds the horse sugar that's diabetic and the horse dies. Oh, gotta <laughs> that's Harlan Kenny. Williams. Gotta he's the main Kenny guy out of jail. Man. Yeah. But... <laughs> God dang, I love that movie. Uh, The Misadventures of Pluto Nash, or maybe just The Adventures of Pluto Nash. I have both those titles in my head. I love that movie. I don't know why. I remember hearing about it, but I never saw it. I watched it as a kid, and again, when people talk about it, it's regarded as one of his worst movies ever, and he's done a lot of really bad shit. Who is it? Uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Oh, okay. 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 I love it. Every time I've watched it, I have enjoyed it, and I'm like, it's fine. It's cool. I like it. Yeah. I also like The Love Guru, though, and I think that people have said that that's also one of Mike Myers' bad movies. I I thought it was Here's here's the thing about Mike Myers. Uh, He has a formula, Yeah. and people's, every time their complaint is, well, it's the same movie. Here's the deal. Did it make you laugh? Did you have a good time? Then chill the fuck out. Yeah, like you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't you go, go watch, watch it if you weren't gonna. You I don't know, go have watch Dwayne right. the Rock Johnson for a movie that he's not already done. There's also I want a really Jumaji good... three, four, <laughs> four. It'd be four. four. To be honest, I haven't seen any of the new ones. They're, I probably should watch them. They're fun. They're, they're good. really good. They're fun. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. Him and Kevin Hart have like an undeniable chemistry that just feeds off one another. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the second you one, got like the biggest guy in the world and yeah. the smallest guy in the world, and it's just, and they're makes both the perfect goofy duo. as shit. So yeah. it just works. In the second one, Kevin Hart and Wayne Johnson have to act like Danny Glover. I always want to say Donald Glover. Yeah, right. It's, it's Danny Glover and <laughs> Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah, it's just really funny seeing The Rock act like an 80 year old Jewish dude. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not set in space. Let's go back to the stars. <laughs> Let's go back to um, the stars. Comedy and sci fi is. I feel like it's often underrated because, you know, when you think of like sci-fi, you think of epics. We talk about like Interstellar, The Martian, yeah. Alien series, you know, yep. big, serious shit. Suspense but I feel like... are epic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The comedy in space has also been pretty space fun. Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Sp- yeah, Spaceballs space is a prime example. Space comedy. Technically, we're not talking about that star thing. Yeah. We talk about Spaceballs. Yeah. Well, we can say Star Trek and that's fine, but, you know, we're going to say Star Wars and look, like, I just got bleeped out. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> what did you say? I know, what are you going to do? I said Star Wars. Wars. What? Star Wars? What? Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <Got it> <laughs> All right. Well, Danny just won't stop cussing over here. <laughs> 
Just That's the, fucking bullshit. We cuss all the time. There's no yeah. words. It's kind of our thing, I guess. Yeah. So was Mars attacks? Was that a oh, planet yeah. base, or was that like a well, space it took place base. on Earth, but they came from space. <laughs> yeah, we came from space, but came down to Earth. We're talking, and I mean, see, a lot of them, like Interstellar, started on Earth, but we yeah. went into space. You I was know? wondering yeah. if it would be if it's allowed technically this episode to bring up like aliens if it were set like on Earth, like uh, yeah, the day the Earth stood still. Ooh, or, that was a really that was good. A great, yeah, but that's so like good. Earth. War of the Worlds. That's Earth. That would be Earthbound. Yeah. Yeah. So War um, of the Worlds. I don't know why I said that weird. Earthbound. That's also a game. Yeah. That's that's all I can think about. Just them was (laughs) welcome to Earth. Yeah. I was just thinking of Mars attacks. I, I mean, dude, Mars yeah, Texas, yeah, they make like, their yeah. heads explode with the polka music. Yeah, yeah. I, like I love, like I do love that movie, Chihuahua but yeah. yeah, dude, Men in Black. Like, oh, that that's, yeah, counts? we got Men in Black. I mean, Men in Black has, like they, they go to space. <laughs> There's space involved. Yeah, I was gonna say Independence Day counts too. <laughs> they got to go and blow up the mothership. There's yeah. some space. There's I mean, some, my, there's my, a literal spaceship that gets flown with cigars. I just can't believe I didn't think about Men in Black at all. I feel like all right. Well. I the, do wanna, the way I, I I pictured it, it was like if it was eighty percent in space, it's a space movie. If it was the other way around, it's probably not a space movie. Right. So, I mean, we're trying yeah, to do really good. Sense. We're trying to do really good at differentiating the two. But I think involving aliens, if it's an alien themed movie, mm-hmm. yeah, I think is allowed to include in this because honestly, we've talked about it. We're going to stay in the sci-fi realm on Earth next episode. Yeah. Right? And we can really dig into those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Alien related. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to, I want to get out mine real quick. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sorry and I, about and that. I, like, I, no, yeah, you're perfect. I wanted you to get like, all the like feelings that out. Ever again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Perkins. I shouldn't. That's just, I, feel I take it back. You're not perfect. Damn! You already said it. So it's recorded too. No, take these backseats. Anyway, Johnny, what is your favorite? <laughs> word? Well, okay, so is, this is hard for me because this is totally my category. That's why, I, right. like, I'm, like all stoked to host. I can't get enough of specifically space sci-fi, but I'm gonna go with Star Wars, my old favorite. Well, and yeah, fuck Star Wars, but like, <laughs> if we're gonna go on the big franchise thing, there's all kinds of feelings about Star Trek. You got the old stuff. You got Next Generation. You got all the different series that came out in the '90s. You got the new movies that are much more fast-paced and not submarine warfare uh, with Chris Pine and uh, Quinto. Zachary Quinto yeah. and uh, Zoe Saldana. Y- yeah, I'm, I'm always going to say it wrong, but she's fucking fantastic. Um, and, and those are fun. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about it because you can go off the deep end on Star Trek. I will yeah. say the new series Star Trek Discovery is so wonderful. It takes that faster paced element that the movies have and it's still true to this sort of, it's so good in the sense that Gene Roddenberry's original Star Trek it was a vehicle for him to make social commentary in a time when TV was going to edit you out or not let you do it if you said something directly about communism or capitalism or whatever you wanted to if you did that on TV back in the 70s when he put this show out, they wouldn't let you air it. So instead he goes oh no, we're not talking about communists, we're talking about the Romulax you know so he just like did this thing where he was like okay we can do this and we can talk about social problems and social stigmas so Discovery has that and it's beautiful one of your main characters is a black female woman you've got a chief doctor on the ship and the chief engineer who created this revolutionary engine that can make them jump all over the space like in an instant they're prevalent main characters in it and they're gay and in a relationship together and it's like brutal and real you even have a character later on that comes along that starts telling people like I'm not she I'm they like I don't identify as a female they go headlong into like the social problems of our time at the same time it's got 
beautiful action. It's so well done. It's that kind of thing where they're taking advantage of putting Star Trek in a time where it doesn't cost so much fucking money to make it look real. Right. And so it can't recommend it enough. That said, it's specifically only on CBS All Access. That's the only downside to it. So they're like getting access to it. It's it's pretty cheap, frankly. You can watch it with commercials. I think it's like eight or nine bucks a month. That's Um, to watch something with commercials? Well, and here's the thing is like you can actually get it for like three months for free. Oh, okay. And which is more than enough time to catch up. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't want to harp I don't want to like continue on about Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Um, but it is a wonderful show standalone. You don't need to know anything about Star Trek to enjoy it, and it's really, really good. The two that I really want to talk about, one oldie but a goodie is Firefly slash Serenity. It's Joss Whedon after Buffy, which good for you for making your money, but that show went on too long. Doesn't yeah, mean I don't did. like it, but it went on too long. No, it did. Um, <laughs> and riding on the coattails of this like nine season success of Buffy and Angel and all that, uh, early 2000s, he spent way too much money making a show look halfway decent in like 2000, and it only got one season, uh, got canceled Fucking on Fox, Fox, and then he got a follow-up with Universal and made a movie to kind of round out the story. Firefly is amazing. It's space western. It's just fantastic. If you have haven't watched it totally lovable just know for a fact that like you get one season of the series and you get a movie that rounds out the story right post joss whedon has teased that he may come back to that universe one day uh when he was shooting I think avengers that's like a fan service thing for him unfortunately possibly but like some of us are true mm-hmm. believers and they right. won't let it go i get it i know i'm with <laughs> um, you but yeah like i mean anyway fireflies uh firefly and serenity they they go hand in hand and they're wonderful right um but the one i really do want to talk about that i'm a huge fan of it's still currently airing uh season five starts on the 16th which is like this wednesday uh this coming wednesday well by the time this episode comes out it'll already be the first episode will be out but the expanse is on sci-fi you can also get access to it through uh amazon prime but the expanse is based on a book series and the reason i love it so much it's it's a current space sci-fi and basically what it is is a couple hundred years in the future and humanity has outgrown earth we've colonized the moon we've colonized mars mars is its own entity they have their own government and everybody on mars is very focused on terraforming the planet generation after generation everybody has a purpose they're very focused they have to be because to survive on a planet that isn't yet hospitable Mm -hmm. uh takes dedication and so they have this sort of social structure of like we are all in it together you have earth which is basically like unified now oddly enough but Mm. they're not alone anymore uh it's like an extension of the um united United nations Nations. thank you Ah. so united nations is basically like ipso facto like the leader of the entire planet earth but earth is just like one part of now a solar system of humans and you get this really interesting social dichotomy because what you have is the belters which are generations of people that have been born in space, which comes with lots of physiological problems. Mm -hmm. They literally could not get off a ship on planet Earth because the gravity is too intense for them. They've never lived in actual gravity. Oh, God, I would have never really thought about that. And Martians, when they come to visit Earth, the sun is blinding because the atmosphere is different on Earth and the gravity is lighter on on Mars than it is on Earth. So, like, they have to, even they have to adjust to it. The the equivalent of Martian baby. Right. And so it, it is one of the most realistic takes on what the and that's like the expanse is the perfect name for it but it's it's so realistic and it goes so beyond but it's four seasons deep right now season five like i said premieres 
or has already premiered by the time you guys hear this. Cannot recommend it enough. If you're a big fan of space and sci-fi, for me, it's worth it to like pay for it on Amazon so I can watch it because I don't right. fuck with so cable. What? So you said it's on Amazon. Is it like an Amazon? I think it airs on sci-fi. Let me just get you the details for it because okay, I, cool. I watch it, it sounds, on Amazon. It sounds really interesting. Right? Yeah. I think it, I think I it airs on sci-fi. I got that Amazon, baby. I can do yeah, it. Same. Is so <laughs> Amazon Prime good. brought to you by the makers of Amazon Prime. We're looking for that sponsorship. And what's boy. really beautiful, I will say about The Expanse, Sponsors. is that they do a great job of every single season, there's this build to like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And at the end of season one, you're like, oh shit, that's what's going on. And yeah. then right at the end of it, they're like, yeah, but it's bigger than that. Mm. Oh, and then you start man. watching season two and you're like, wow, that got bigger. That was a fucking trip. Here we go again. And you're like, okay, I think I got it figured out. And they're like, yeah, but there's something else going on. And it expands and expands. And you're like, oh shit, there's more to it than that. Yeah. And at the end of season two, they're like, boom. And there's another drop. And they do a really, really good job of leading up to, and again, even at the end of season four, the biggest exposition of like, oh shit. Yeah. Now it's even bigger. And I just like, I cannot recommend I love it when enough. shows do that. Because awesome. I'm rewatching Dexter because yeah. they're about to take it off uh, Netflix. But I'm, you know, so it is actually that kept getting better and better. Right. Somebody, somebody who's listening will know better than me. And if you do fucking get on our Facebook or any of our social media and and give us the info, because I think it started on TV proper, but there was like a little lapse between two and three. It's now an Amazon prime original. Okay. Okay, Sick. Um, but cannot recommend it enough. So freaking good. So I like the idea of like space. And I think that it's, it's weird exactly how many things that, that have been set in space that you don't really think about like every bit of entertainment has hit on it at some level i was even we were sitting there thinking about it and i was like oh shit this disney channel movie and if you remember it you remember it if you don't xenon you know what's funny? yeah i don't it, is when we got to me at the very beginning i was gonna be like xenon and i was like so, no let's not do that the thing is <laughs> growing up you know don't you uh, ever do that Chris? I, know, I was I'm, like I'm one of six disney. and we you know i lost the tv time more frequently because i got it in the mornings for my power rangers and shit so yeah. at the end of the day i gave way to disney channel because that's mm-hmm. what my younger brother and sister always watched and slut yeah, i know right it was the worst <laughs> and disney had this thing where like once every two or three months they'd come out with a disney channel original movie yeah and you know it was really big and one of them was xenon and it was about this girl that lived on like a colonized satellite in space and got into a bunch of hijinks and shit but again it just space has always been it's it's a curiosity like you know mm-hmm. how could you survive there how would life look there later you know like what's going on um we talked about it earlier among us one of the more popular like games out right now is yeah set in space like that it's just you're the fucking imposter i might be (laughs) i might be blow them out the airlock there's so many different things you can do and i think it's because nobody i mean unless you're just you know an asshole which i mean i guess i fit the bill can really tell you you're wrong like if you set something in space like fucking prove me wrong give me a big thought we were talking about this in reference to that star thing yeah um which I won't name. Where they have wars. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's, if y'all haven't heard of it before, it feeds directly into what you're saying, which is that like space kind of brings you infinite possibility. Right, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the theory of basically the massive world problem. Meaning, so if you've ever fucked around with role-playing games, there's a role-playing game that's called Warhammer and just think like Dungeons and Dragons, but like in space. And they deal directly with the massive world problem. The massive world problem is thus. If you have a story or a situation that's taking place in like a galactic scale, There are so many species, beings, creatures, and then add time into it and history Mm -hmm. that there's too much information. Often people, when talking about that 
star thing and will say like oh well how do people just like forget that like the jedi were a thing well it's actually pretty straightforward that's because out of all of these tens of thousands of fucking hundreds of thousands of planets even 50 years ago it's like unless you're a big entity like the empire and you can like store this information and the people in charge know about it things get lost because there's so much information that not one person can know the history of all of the planets you just can't yeah can't i don't, I don't even know the history of like oklahoma and we live like <laughs> exactly miles well, away. and i think like not to get political but if you just look at like the the two-sided or three-sided or 12-sided descent of information just in our country just in the united states right. where like every other person has a different source of information yeah and they're conflicting yeah and so truth becomes it's almost a like very hard you're brought up to know right. that's what and you so know like, yeah yeah so from like a creative standpoint from like a like sci-fi or like just any fiction standpoint when you take it to like the space realm you're automatically granted this thing of like well it could be possible if we went to a certain solar system with the right kind of physics like you might be able to have like an actual real life spongebob and patrick running around I feel like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, anything is possible in space the united states is facilitated the 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 mysticism of space with like area 51 and do ufos exist we're yeah. constantly like what if what's out there what is it so we're just making that shit up ourselves with you know what is the one what's the, the one fun factoid uh, we know more about the surface of mars than we than do. we do about the floor of our own ocean yeah yeah, yeah. like that's a thing that's and wild. It's because it's what's out there the ocean like, is deep it's hard like i've watched so much stuff well, about the ocean bro, she, she's gone all but... the way down there before it's deep <laughs> but <laughs> no. the, the amount of like Is equipment that, that it for takes guys? for them to get down there it's like it's hard because the pressure and everything of the earth like it's insane like how much of our own planet that we don't know about. oh my god stop talking <laughs> <laughs> there's so much about our own planet that we don't know about that it's crazy to think about like everything that's in space like uh, i mean guys... like i was telling you guys earlier like it scares like big open spaces scares me yeah and I, I don't think necessarily i think space is even worse because no um, one can hear you scream not just that but like when does it that? stop? That's very psychotic sounding. But anyways, um, <laughs> there's not it an just, ending. Well, on it. top of that, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, you know, like, like it and it makes me going. feel so small to like think that there's bigger planets. That there's like there could oh, yeah. be endless stuff. Like planets that are habitable that are the size of Jupiter. So like just for reference, yeah, we all know about the red spot on Jupiter. You, we can kind of imagine in your head a picture of Jupiter, and it's yeah. the red spot. It's a storm that's been going for hundreds and hundreds of years, whatever. You can fit the entire Earth in that red dot. Wow. Okay, yeah. See, so that's how big Jupiter is. It's imagine weird. a planet yeah. that's as big as Jupiter. You could have species that are sentient evolving on that planet and they've been there for thousands of years and they may have never met each other because the planet is so big that they haven't even made contact yeah. i just feel like it's, it's like insane from a texan standpoint from texas driving to texas i feel like <laughs> that's what it would be like in jupiter right like you could you could drive for years and that's still one of those what, uh, texas. Uh, oh cute you're from texas cute i live in the red spot <laughs> yeah you little bitch. Really? <laughs> the fuck so, out of here this is slightly off topic though but do you guys know that we haven't been back to the moon since like 1970 some people might argue that we've never been well Those yeah that, that have, i have heard that but i think more recently i just looked it up because i was just curious yeah we were talking, about, we were talking about, about something yeah, yeah. we were talking about like going to mars and all these movies about going to mars and people wanting to go like live on mars and the planet and everything 
only to come back to the fact that we haven't even visited her. We haven't been to our own moon in like. They probably went there and were like, you know, huh. like all right, well, what do we do so. now? There's, some, there's like, like bizarreness to that. To like, I mean, while yeah. we're on space, let's talk about nonfiction. Yeah. Like, so there's the whole theory. So it's not a theory, it's factual. When we, so first of all, we went to the moon because we were in the middle of a Cold War. Yeah. And it was about developing so rocket fuck technology. This, I'm out. Beating the fucking Us Russians. and the Russians developing rocket technology at such, such an escalated scale that, like, as is normal for our history and Russian history, like we're going to let people starve at the sake of like being Planetary. able to defend ourselves. Anyway, so like we went to the moon in order to like show the Russians that like what we were capable of. We were going to create and a so they put so Space. much money into it. But when we set out to go to the moon, we didn't have the technology yet to do so. All of that was developed in the following decade. And the the statement is, if it weren't for the Cold War and the space race. We would still be using Nokia brick phones. Oh my god! Because because the computers and technology developed during that advanced our technological advancement so much at that and like by the seventies it led to Silicon Valley, the computer revolution, microchips. All of that would not have happened as quickly if we hadn't had the Cold War and the space race. Wait, you guys aren't using Nokia brick phones currently? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I got a burner. Just for that reason, because okay. oh I because I fucking love Snake, it's had this, <laughs> and it's had the same charge on it. Yeah, since I haven't charged it since like I was three. Hey, they were pretty sturdy though. For real. <laughs> All right, guys, you smell that? No. Did you fart? Right. I it think it's me. time. Okay. Number one to point out that Justin is sus, sus as fuck. Ew, <laughs> why? Yeah, you're right. I see. No, it. I actually, see it now. what I smell is a dump. Oh, a big no. old anime dump. Oh, what you got, Perkins? Fuck yeah. All right, y'all. Don't fuck so, this up. Shut up. Okay. This is, yeah, <laughs> okay. adios, cowboy. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Cowboy Bebop today for our anime dump. Yeah. Now, this one is just so easy to get into. They did everything right from the fucking start to the, the finish. Literally, to all the of the characters. Three, two, one. Let's, Let's jam. So tell us about it. For those of for those of us uh out there who don't know Cowboy Bebop, what's going on? Okay. You're on a ship. There's space uh you got bounty hunters. That's like the basis of it in space and there's bounty hunters, but it goes so much deeper than that with all the characters. Like my favorite character, I'm going to be a basic bitch about this. Spike. Spike is yeah. amazing. Spike is fucking badass. This dude literally he really is. All he wants to do is eat and relax. And huh? he also smokes exclusively lot. crooked cigarettes. Actually, yeah. Then my dude never fuck? smokes a straight cigarette. Yeah. It's always crooked. When you're busy kicking bitches in the face, you can't worry about your cigarette straightness. You we got to smoke- assume they're coming out of a soft Smoke bag. what you got. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah. His character does dynamic is just fucking amazing like he's mm-hmm. a badass like i don't care who he has one, to go of, against. one of my favorite moments is uh I, I don't remember which episode it was but um he walked up to someone and the dude punched him in the face he's like yeah you fucked up and just like <laughs> beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. he does that a lot no like and he has a really bad habit of showing up to bad situations uh pierre pierre what you, the big guy that's yeah. creepy as fuck had shields on him and spike could not beat him until the very Pierre. end. Okay, something Pierre. Yeah. Pierre Lafoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah. That actually was one of the creepiest characters in the entire series. And this this enemy, this guy was just a badass in himself. 
And the backstory on here, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't watched fucking Cowboy Bebop, what the fuck are you doing? How uh, old are you? Like, Living that lives. character, <laughs> he was getting experimented on. And I believe the way, they really don't go into too much detail. They just show you flashbacks of right. why he has mm-hmm. a fear of a certain uh, animal, which is a cat. It looked like they were forcing his body to accept his own shield, like force field. And it made him go fucking crazy to the point, like... They uh, stopped the experiment because they're like, well, this guy's mind is now gone. Anyways, fast forward. This guy is now a badass killer just fucking up everybody. And if you see him, his story is that he'll always come after you and hunt you, which is what happened with Spike. Spike was just chilling. He was not there for a bounty. Spike went out to smoke, and this guy just got done ganking an entire group of people. Spike comes out to do his thing, you know, smoke a crooked cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just he's hearing all this gunfire, and he's looking to his left. He's like, huh. He's trying to buy his business. He's not saying shit. Weird guy looks right at him. Hello. Spike gets fucked up, you know? Yeah. And I mean, this is just a situation that happens there. Before that, uh, who was his rival? The guy that used vicious? to be vicious, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicious. Vicious. And they like used to be friends. friends. Yeah, they Partners. used to be super tight. Yeah. But, like what something happened. Anyway, yeah. Vicious went off the fucking deep end, bro. Like down yeah. a road of complete darkness. I know Spike left over a woman, Julia, if I remember, right? Yeah. And, you know, Spike, he went to Bounty Hunter. Vicious went into some very bad shit and just killing the shit out of people. Vicious is a badass enemy, by the way. Like, an antagonist, he's Their the only character. in the church. Mm-hmm. Fucking oh, beautiful. yeah. That- Dude, fuck. Let me get on to the, one of the main points of Cowboy Bebop. The music. The fucking music. They did that mm-hmm. perfectly. The jazz. The fucking. They did rock one time, and I thought that uh, was the, really they did metal. Funny. We were talking yeah, about metal earlier, metal. and that's all I could think about. And it all fits so well because they they tie it into this like like it's got a futuristic quality to it, but they take these like classic different genre tropes of music, yeah. and yet you can have them in the same episode. It can feel western, it can feel rock, it can feel jazz, but it all ties into like the each episode has its own theme and feel, and the music is what ties that together. It's yeah. so Good. so fucking good like they do an amazing job like you know when uh you know when satchit's happening because they play just a little mm-hmm. a little bit yep. of satchit but when yep. that jazz music is going on i like when he's fighting fight. yeah when he's fighting and the jazz is going honestly the first episode is what really yep. it, it's just always in my brain like him and the guy that's taking the, the bloody eye you know, he steals it from him. He's wearing the sombrero. He's like, you talking about this? Yeah. And he like kicks him over a table and he does almost like this Bruce Lee swag about him where he's like swaying left and right. And I'm like, oh, that, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking in. Yep. Dude, and like what they do very well is there's action and there's even some comedy, but they let you know, like in this life where they're in space, people fucking die and it could mm-hmm. be sad. Like the first yep. episode is a perfect example and that's what sucks you in. You're watching this woman that's just trying to go live another life. She's pregnant. And her husband boyfriend is the guy that's selling this uh blood eye, right? Blood eye or red eye? I feel like it's red bloody eye. eye, bloody eye or red eye. I don't know. All I can think about when I hear this is like, keep them eyes open. It's like it's just always been like a long running joke. I thought they just wanted mine. bloody Marys or something. Well, what? that was like how they sold them. Like I got the tomato juice. So like, I got the. What tomatoes. you were saying though about how like like people just die. Like it's even one of those things where like the first time I watched it an age ago, and even on a rewatch, if you um participate in enough uh, leisure activities you can just like forget shit and watch it for the first time again but like <laughs> when you when you start watching the show you might even think like oh man fuck these these main characters are pretty callous and you realize that like they're callous for a reason and it's because nothing is guaranteed and so you kind of learn to get comfortable with that reality Jet in the show a, that like nothing is guaranteed yeah, Jed is a perfect example of that like mm-hmm. the way his character lives is very much like 
yeah, I made it, but there's no guarantee that I'm going to make it this next time. And Spike is the exact opposite of that, where he's like, I'm just going to go through like water and mm-hmm. eventually like I'm going to make drunken it. Fist yeah, like, I'm going to make it to the other side and I'm not really sure if it's going to happen, but I'm going to go in there with the mindset that I just got to get it done. Dude, I, I love that about Spike. Like he always made it know like if he there's some episodes or one episode where he was like, maybe this is the time I actually yeah. die and he accepts it. He has no fear. He's just ready to do it. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's kind of that soldier, even though he's not a soldier, it's kind of that soldier mentality of like, you can't fight in a war. You can't fight a battle. If you're worried about dying, you have to accept that you're already dead. And then you can be, you can be spike because you have to just embrace this concept that like, well, I'm going to die or because then you, then you lose the fear and then you can like fucking smoke your bent cigarette and kick ass. (laughs) Well, he's good. And then I think jet, is a, is he comes off to me as a fucking fatherly yeah. figure. Like he's stern, but there's reason behind it. Like he, even when he told Spike, you know what? I'm not going to come help you. What was he doing? As soon as, as, soon as he left, he was like, Spike, damn it, Spike. Spike and like, Spike. yeah, acting like an overprotective parent. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that show, even going down to Ayn, like, oh, dude, Ayn has, is so awesome. Has a, has a reason. And Ed, talking about like gender fluid type characters, I feel like Ed was one of my first exposures to a character yeah. that yeah. I like. Ed yeah. is, I didn't, you don't know. I didn't Ed's really know girl. what was going on. Like, well, but I, I didn't have to worry about it. I just uh, accepted it. And it was yeah, fine. It was definitely, for his, for our generation anyway, it was definitely one of those, like, first exposure to gender fluid. But is also a thing. You can watch the whole show. It's irrelevant. Yeah. It makes yeah. it entirely it does, it does irrelevant. Not, it does not help or hurt gender. the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a dope character. Like, yeah. okay, one of my favorite episodes so far, and it's when they, when they first introduced, when I first saw, like, other black characters with the afros and yeah, shit. Yeah, the, the episode the with Ayn. Yes, with the shrooms and shit, where they yeah. were all, they had a chain chase and everything, and it's Edward and Ayn doing the best. Bounty and Edward feeds uh Spike, Faye, and Jet all a mushroom because they're right. fucking starving. And she's watching reaction, and she's that like, "That is oh. such a trippy episode." Like, like no pun intended. No, like, you're right. It's such. I was, a I was, I was thinking about a different episode though. I was thinking about the episode where they find Ayn, and it's the black dude that well. He wasn't technically black, I guess, but no, that he was kept like a, changing his face yeah, or yeah. whatever. But his character looked really cool, very like Samurai Shampoo or whatever esque, like feel for you, it. You talked about that earlier. It's the same yeah. creator, right? Yeah. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, it makes perfect sense that those all look so similar. Mm-hmm. But that, oh, huh. damn, was just it blew ep- your own mind. I, I know, right? <laughs> I just blew my mind. Well, that episode was really well done because you know before that you just looked at Ed as this young Earthling right. that is fucking amazing hacking and you know uh Ayn is like a data dog yep. they work together and it was a very enjoyable episode just focus on them because mm-hmm. Edward was chasing a car and train on a fucking scooter that was going as fast as fucking Harco's from Fooly Coolies for no fucking reason I love that we <laughs> keep was, bringing Fooly Coolie I'm up sorry this. I love no, that no 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 was, I'm okay with yeah, it yeah I was like it was just the perfect thing because I did not think she was gonna catch I'm like there's no way and that bitch I'm like oh yeah we're in fucking space anything's <laughs> that shot on the bike with Ed nine like that's actually like a pretty prevalent gif yeah in the gif world like uh, uh of just them going down it's like it's like you know if you just want to like communicate freedom like oh i'm getting the fuck out of here it's that great shot of them just coming down the highway on the bike i will tell you when we were rewatching it it was i didn't think about think much about it it's not like it's super like oh my god but it was like the best depiction I've ever seen of space of space truckers. Oh, like yeah. the, the heavy yeah, metal yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the how, how would truckers work in space? And like, oh, that's what's going on. They here. do an excellent job uh, throughout the show of you're you're in this future setting. You know, there's all this stuff that, like, of course, like you haven't experienced before, or just thought about. 
somehow it still feels like modern times. Right. Like it's it's on Earth, but it just happens to be it's in space. Unre- yeah. Like yeah. The, the way in which it's like, well, yeah, obviously that's a trucker in space. That makes perfect sense. That's how that would be. You know, <laughs> and they do truckers. a really good job of that. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of like, job. I'm a big fan of shows or movies that feel futuristic, but at the same time feel like it's not. Like it's just people, yeah. Like man. it's just, yeah. It could, be, it, just, it could be any of us. And it feels like old at the same time. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's almost like, yeah, it's yeah. almost like whenever like people in the future fight with swords kind of thing yeah. instead of like yeah. guns and stuff. Well, I think know, that's like, like one of the big draws. Yeah. Vicious. That's why I told you he's one of the best antagonists. Yeah. He's the only motherfucker in there I think that uses a fucking sword. Man, that, yeah. that their play and the more you get into it and they explain like Vicious and, and Spike's character dynamic is it, just fucking awesome. Like that, I can't say enough about that show and not want to rewatch it again. Like we're going through it right now. Admittedly, Crystal hasn't, she's seen almost up to where ed gets introduced yeah okay. and well and that's kudos to the show honestly because we could talk about all the details we wanted from it but nothing does it justice other than watching it like because right. it's so good in that well, way and- like you can reference it but I don't care who you are if you haven't watched it. You listening watch to us it. right now isn't going to ruin it because it's just an experience. You're only about seven, eight episodes in. I mean, knowing that you're going through your first playthrough, what what are your more... And I mean, it could be unfavorable. Like, what are your thoughts on it right now? <laughs> and feel free to use terms like the dog, the guy with the dark hair, the chick so, with the boots that are just the, like all the over the place. Stay. So <laughs> far, I mean, obviously because I'm not too far into it. Um, I'm not going to lie. The, I mean, I've watched the first episode like twice, I think. And it's because I tried to watch it once before, and then I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and so then I just kind of gave up on it and stopped paying attention. Um, so I tried to rewatch it again, and I got through the first episode, obviously, because I'd already seen it once. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I know what's going on. So it was easy to follow. But then shortly after that, I was like, y'all, I don't know what's happening. Like, like, is there a story here? Like, what's going on? So it for me, it was harder to get into the first couple of episodes. I'm killing you. I know. I know I'm man. sorry. Trust me. <laughs> I, we've had multiple conversations. Is, there, but yeah, I, I, I did. You, I you do have to kind of surrender to it. Because yeah. it, yeah, it isn't the kind of sh- Like, you they, you will get a better understanding of the world as you go along. But they don't just give it to you. So I will totally grant you. Like, yeah, it, it is harder to I definitely was struggling the first couple of episodes to really get into it. Um, The last couple of episodes that I watched. I was able to get into more. I was like, okay, cool. All right. It's like, because we're there's not story, a lot of happening. Like I got this. Yeah. But... There's not, there's episodes that are like that have a lot of action. And then there's some that are just, they are slower than like the rest. And so yeah. it is, I, I definitely had that same problem when I went, cause I, my exposure to it was adult swim. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, whenever it was just coming on uh, yeah, late which at I night. I did read that. It's like one of the first ones to ever yeah. put on an adult which, swim. And I never caught it from episode one, two, three, four. Like, well, they would it just was always them. just random episodes yeah. and i was like I, fu- I feel like i missed something here like i don't understand what's <laughs> happening i started it from episode one the other day and i was like did i miss something did i start episode yeah. one like i felt mm-hmm. like i was missing stuff so i it definitely it's hard to like you do have to push through those like first few episodes where mm-hmm. it's building mm-hmm. i guess and once you get past that it's like you you st- i don't know you get to like you get the feel of all the characters and because well, like, they do they do it in that way like you were talking about the one with that's just ed nine kind of like on this mission like as you go through it there will be there's there's good character building for each character that's important yeah. it's just like it's sometimes it takes some time to get to that episode like watching it 
it straight through sometimes feels the same as like watching it disjointed. Yeah, that's because, how it, that's how I because felt. Because they really are all in a way they could all be one shots. Mm-hmm. And, and so get, you just have to kind of surrender to that. See, it's concept. funny you say that because I was going to say some of them feel very episodic like flavor of the week. Like mm-hmm. I could understand where watching episode 1 you would expect something different than what you got in episode 2 yeah. because it was a complete change and it almost felt like all right, well you started this story and then you just kind of abandoned it and went to this. Oh, there's a dog. All right. What are you going to do with this dog? And you really don't get to do much with Ayn for the next few episodes. At this point, he's just sitting there looking at you. He's just a dog. Yeah, he's just there existing. One of the cool things that I liked about it is the old men. The old men that are constantly there bitching about stuff. They just yeah. happen to be on every planet talking about how it wouldn't they be there without you. them. And the one guy, you know, I used to, I tilled the soil that gave us the crops that we're doing today with my two buddies. And you guys are like, yeah, fucker, that's us. I <laughs> will say buddies? that I'm really big on, you know, like, even if, like, I feel like spoilers don't really get me because I feel like I'm really big on if you just give me a story. I'm like, ooh, I want to know, like, how they got from point A to point B. Like, even though I know yeah. how it ends, I'm like, I'm still curious, like, how right. they do it. And so, I I mean, I definitely did watch, like, a recap video and, like, Googled some stuff just so that way I would kind of know a little about what you guys were talking about today. <laughs> and the story that I got from the recap and from, like, what I had read was like, when do I get that? <laughs> like, where's, right. like, yeah. what episode do I have to go? to to learn all this like this is great in its defense it did come out in a time with internet that you had to get over the phone line and and not go like cell phone so like there was it is slower paced like it's almost like it was of its time it was it was something else when it came out and now there's so much other stuff that's like it's like fast in that right. vein. Yeah. That's but unfortunate. Like, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, look, with Cowboy Bebop, it's been years since I watched it, and right. then I was excited to watch it again. And you know what? I fucking was binging through it, dude. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I was at work going, like my coworkers, like, what are you doing? And then one of them was like, dude, fucking Cowboy Bebop, and I was like, yes, and like. Okay, the it's unorthodox or whatever, like how it changes up. Right. But if you pay attention, they slowly do piece they, everything They do together. give you those yeah. things. Every character has a, a reason to be there. Faye. I hated Faye at first when she was a character because mm-hmm. she always fucking dip out on them. Yep. But then you find out, like, she doesn't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. And it kept going. Like, and you thought that was going to be a one-off thing. No, they go further and they pull on your emotional fucking strings when they find this old cassette tape. And it has her as a fucking child. And now you're wondering who sent her this? Who mm-hmm. sent it? Because you're like, she's like, I can't remember. And she's watching herself and it's sad. She can't fucking remember, but she's looking at herself. And everyone's like, yo, that's definitely Faye. Like, it's not even said, but they all know it is. And she does too. Like, it's just fucking crazy. And then, and then okay, Ed. Ed is a very interesting character. Yeah. It blew my mind when I was young when I saw her, he, because... They went to Earth, and I fucking forgot, like, oh, yeah, they've been in space this whole time, and they go to Earth, and they call people on Earth, like, dwellers and shit. Like, Earth is fucked up, and you're like, I didn't think Earth was going to be messed up, but it's completely fucked, and it was beautiful. They had they have this fucking world-building, character-building going all over the place, but they connect the dots. You just have to stay with it, yeah. and it's there. Cowboy Bebop is an epic, it's for sure. Like, I know that some people go to it for the action, some people go to it for charismatic spike, but it... On a whole, it's, and I'm going to, this is going to be a reach here, but there's going to be certain things that are left for future generations. Like we read the Odyssey and the Iliad and stuff like that. And we know that it's, you know, like a grandiose showing of something. I feel like Cowboy Bebop is going to kind of be one of those for us where people are going to go back and study that and watch that to really understand anime and 
like good storytelling in anime. It's going to be like on a level with like Akira and stuff like that. Dude, I completely agree. For its time when it came out, when if I can go back to an anime from the fucking nineties and still enjoy it to this right. day and get fucking lost in that beautiful blues, jazzy music. God, I love that the intro. Fucking fight scenes where he's go, coming off like Bruce Lee, yeah. and you don't know if he's gonna live. When you get attached to these side characters that they build up so well, and then bam, they're fucking just dead. Build them up in a single episode too. Like yes. I couldn't imagine I would be that attached to a character in like 20 minutes yeah and there, they there definitely is out. a lot as you go through the series there's a lot of oh that's who you are yeah with how somebody you guys, that you've had around for a minute how do you guys feel about the live action netflix super excited i'm really fucking, fucking excited bro like I, are you guys happy with the dude they got for spike i'm so, pretty, I'm pretty in my brain i always wanted keanu reeves to be spike what? but oh yeah dude i cannot see that no i can i can, see, I, it. I can I see a younger yeah keanu. younger not now like definitely not now but you, you put him in like a john wick s situation with the martial arts stuff with with neo I now guess. i'm not saying like <laughs> I, I just mean like if i had to pick an a-list actor to be spike it would have been keanu reeves uh, fair enough like i just feel I like just, that's but i'm excited for it and yeah. the fact that if i'm not wrong they're doing it episodically instead of trying to yeah it's gonna be a series that's where i think they starts? fucked up most i'm not sure i know that they just recently started production for it so i don't know exactly it how got, long it got stalled just yeah, like yeah just like like, yeah. even, mm-hmm. You know what know though? That was a thing. Yeah. Stall it. Stall it until <laughs> you good. are happy with it, and then right. I mean, yes. it's just hopefully they can like, they can do it like they did the the anime where it's like was well done storytelling with crazy fucking action. I know? don't need. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit about Death Note. I don't give a shit about the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie. <laughs> I'm like, not gonna lie, I didn't uh, know that they had one. Or not. Yeah, you don't probably, watch I'm it. probably gonna stay away. <laughs> don't watch yeah. Death Note. I, I don't let's care. Let's just about let's them. just preface it with Justin's got functional problems with with anime <laughs> in general. I don't like, know how I old just, they are. I'm what's this up as exposition? I just need. <laughs> I just need this one to be right. That's fair. Like, That's I, fair. I, I really just need this Small one to be right. Small little bit of uh, fact. Did y'all, did y'all know that it has two mangas? I didn't no. know that. Two volumes. That's it. That's it. And uh, one car- one manga has the original designs, the ones we see in the anime. Another one is shit's really You're saying it's just like two issues. Just two different manga. Right. That's it. Two huh. different volumes. Okay. And it was made due to how popular it got. I could see that. Right. And I, I want to buy them. I'm actually yeah, no, looking now, right now, now just now to I'm buy like, I'm gonna go to one. Amazon. Like, it's kind of dope. And you get to see Jet and all of them in a whole Through different type of a outfit jet has uh, cool ass shades on his shit and he looks all like i don't know like jet cool. is jet but jet with glasses just changes them up and it's fucking funny yeah so where i think about cowboy bebop it's like a space western uh there was another anime that i'm not sure of the timeline but it i also watched it on adult swim and it was outlaw star mm-hmm. and it's a very sci-fi anime it's like space pirates mm-hmm. essentially okay. and i love this anime did they also like booty <laughs> i was they... gonna say booty <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny because the how it starts is it's like there's there's this lady with an eye patch who's who finds these two guys and or like a guy and a younger kid, Gene and Jim, and they always wanted to go to space. And you know, they finally team up with her, and she's got a case that you can't open, you know, and finds out that it's like a android cyber type thing. She's so not quite human, not quite android, and she pi- uh, is piloting a ship called the Outlaw Star. Okay. Well, she the the main lady dies, and then Jim and Jean have to take over and they go on this adventure through like the galactic ley line. And it's just as exciting to me. Like, and I really hope that I can get you guys excited enough to watch it. I don't know what you can borrow it. Um, it's, it's beautiful. And it's yeah. another one of those, when you start hearing the intro for it, it's going to be burned into your brain too. Cause even when we were putting on cowboy bebop, I had the intro to 
Outlaw Star going in my head, and I had yeah. to remember mm-hmm. what I was doing. Question: yeah. So the guy that made all three of them, did he make the intros for? Uh, did he did he personally select the intros for Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, so, and fucking Outlaw Star? I don't, I don't know. But if you look at them all, they're fucking amazing. I'm yeah. thinking about like, like have y'all seen before? I, I go right back to them. Samurai Champloo, y'all remember the intro? I Dan don't. Chill. I don't remember. Which one. It's, like, so love, it's, it's all it's dope. it's funky. It's mm-hmm. got like a good feel to it. The intro to Space Dandy's fucking amazing. The intro to Cowboy Bebop, like it's all it all like breaks that standard anime intro mold, yeah. which I love. Me some standard an- anime intros. Rise of the Shield Hero Shield intros Hero. are my shit. I still put those on, but <laughs> no, I mean, while we're still in space, check out Outlaw Star. I don't want to get too far into it because honestly, when I get home, I'm probably going to try and convince Crystal to let me watch it so she Hell can see yeah. an episode or two. How many seasons is it? Like, I want to watch just, it. It's 26 episode, and yeah. it's cool because well, it's, it's isn't really cool it's kind of pervy they didn't air episode Are you about to talk about titties yeah actually <laughs> they I, when i grew up watching how do we it, not know this is a foregone conclusion right now like it, come on guys <laughs> all right so it's anime in the 90s when, there's titties yeah get, get over it <laughs> when i was watching it on adult swim or tsunami whichever one when it first aired it skipped from episode 22 to episode 24 it, I want to say, oh, something got censored. They, I'm dyslexic, but I know that's not the right yeah. way. <laughs> and I'm from, I think it's episode numbers. 23 they pulled, and we found it because, you know, it was an anime. It existed. You could buy yeah. it. And we actually, a friend of mine had it on cassette tape. So we watched it. And in this VHS. episode, they go to like a hot spring, oh, and it shows yeah. all the, the, the chick's tits and stuff like that. And that's it. I mean, it's not a lot. It's not super pervy, but. No tentacles? No tentacles. Oh, there is a, there's like a, <laughs> there's a Aisha who's a part of the Katara Katara, which are cat people. Furry. And that's, that's the chick that's <laughs> naked, so go for it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's awesome. They use, in the, in the, in the anime, they home. use. <laughs> <laughs> weapons that are like magic infused so like caster shells yeah magic in this yeah. shit too so the, the 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 villains in the the episode that melfina who's the not human cat whatever lady. that she's not the cat lady <laughs> but she like pilots the ship like she's integrated into the ship's like system but there's like these space wizard pirate things that are trying to attack them and they're running from them and it's like a really cool chase scene where Gene's shooting out of a car with caster shells. He's like, give me a number nine. Give me a this. And it's fucking badass. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, space wizard pirate. Final space. answer. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah it's, it's not, I feel like it's more action based, which is more fun. I love Cowboy Bebop and I think it's better than it, but I, I like talking about them in the same room because I enjoy them both so much. Sure. Fair. Yeah, I definitely want to check well, it out. Well, so though. if you've seen Cowboy Bebop, get back to us on social. Tell us about your favorite episode, favorite scene, favorite character. We want yeah. your feedback. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Fantastic shit. It's on Even Hulu. just from like yeah. on Hulu. Yeah, that's fun animation and, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just from an artistic perspective, like just a beautiful fucking show. Um, Agreed. That's it for us this yeah. week. Uh, yes. Next week, we are going to be getting into a little uh, sci-fi action. Are yeah. we doing sci-fi? Earthbound. We were saying earthbound. We were saying earthbound. earthbound sci-fi is what we've unofficially named this, but it's yeah. still going to be in the science fiction realm, but we're staying on planet Earth. Word. Earth. Oh. Yeah. And of course, you know, uh, we're always uh, <laughs> willing to just change our mind on that. So we'll come around to <laughs> That's you. That's open for discussion. Pay attention on social media. Shut the hell up and listen, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's it for Nerd Social Hour in Texas. Uh, y'all take care. Be good. See you next time. Bye. Bye. That had a lot of bass. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all about that bass. No treble. <laughs>